0: To much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast, where we talk to industry leaders on how they grow their people, how they grow their revenue, and how they add value to the world. And just before we get started, I wanted to tell you about the Happiness Project. There's going to be a link in it on the show notes, And what the happiness project is, is where we ask people to share what makes them happy. And the idea is when somebody watches your video, that they get inspired to go, oh my God, I could do that right now. Because happiness is everywhere and people are so busy looking at the shadows, they miss the light that's all around them. So today I have the pleasure of having Mark Douglas with us today. He's the mental marketer. And by mental, you know, in England, it means you're nuts, but he's not nuts. Mental as in, it's the mindset of marketing. Mark, welcome
1: to the show. Why, thank you, Umar. I appreciate that gracious introduction. (laughs) Brilliant. So one of the things that I hear from a lot of
0: salespeople and a lot of companies is, you know, when we get to talk to customers, we're fabulous and our close rate is off the charts. and It is amazing, but we just don't get enough bats. We don't get enough conversations. So I thought today, why don't we focus on how to generate leads, how to get people that want to talk to you to talk to you so you can actually help them and bring revenue into your company and feed the kids and the school
1: and uh, get a mistress on the side. Thoughts? <laughs> all of the above, all of the above. I agree. Oh yes. Oh my goodness. Lead generation is one of the lifebloods of any business, because if you don't have leads coming into your business, then you don't have the possibility of having a relationship and having a relation, having that relationship turning into a customer and even more importantly, a lifetime customer. So I'm really excited to to share my experience and uh, some of this, the success that I've had in my lead generation efforts on uh, being an online business owner. Yes. So there's
0: two things there. Number one, companies spend a fortune on marketing, and a lot of times it does not work. And then they s- put more people on it, more money on it. And on the other side, you got sales. And if sales do not have enough leads coming in, they have to go find their own leads, which is you know what salespeople do. But if we could get an automated system that got people that want your service, that have a need, that put up their hand and they self-identify, it would make the use of your salespeople so much more effective because they spend more time on the phone, talking to people that need help and converting them from prospects to customers rather than hunting out there, looking in hopes of finding a trail of someone. So what's the first thing people need to focus on when they want to build a lead generation system?
1: Ah, that's a very, very great question, Umar. And I just wanted to, uh, before I talk about the the number one thing that people should focus on when, uh, generating leads, I, uh, I own a digital marketing agency, and that's what we specialize in: is generating leads and sales, and putting uh, their lead generation process on an in an automated process. And, nice. And what uh, what I see from general big big mistake that a lot of business owners are making out there. There there are a couple things, but I'll just talk about the mistake. Uh, Let me just ask you a question, because you made a point there about getting people to raise their hands and actually say I'm interested. So um, let me ask you, if I would ask you in the vast world and majority of people out there, would you say there are more people that know about you or more people that don't know about you?
0: I'm hoping that's a rhetorical question because most of the 8 billion people don't know who I am, don't even know that I
1: exist. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And the mistake that most business owners are making is because when you're a stranger and you know absolutely nothing about the other person, the person is more likely to trust a person that is moving them away from a danger, away from a pain, than a person that is trying to move them towards a a positive uh result. So for 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 example, you'll you'll see uh people out there in their lead generation efforts pro- make big promises. I promise how to make six figures in 90 days how to make seven figures in 90 days they're leading you to a positive outcome right people will and people will trust more if you move them away from a danger uh if I'm a stranger and I'm on the street and I approach you and I'll tell you here let me lead you to uh the hospital, you're, you're way more skeptical as, uh, as opposed to me being a stranger. And I say to you, hey, the bridge is out up there. Avoid that danger. That person that doesn't know me, has never seen me before, was more likely to trust me if I'm moving them away. That is, okay. the, first, that is the first mistake that business owners are making in their marketing messages generating leads. And if so, and if you could, mm-hmm.
0: So go back to the example. So it's like, "Hey, I'm going to help you earn a ton of cash in the next 90 days." Isn't the thing then what would be an example of saving them from danger? What would that be like? So we are talking to the same customer, we're not going to help you make uh six figures,
1: but we're going to help you do what or avoid what? The, these are the these are the five mistakes to avoid if you want to see your business succeed. These are so, give the, me an example of one. Uh, that was uh, five five mistakes business owners are making that kill their sales. So, if you're making a report, you can uh, you you want to give a number. There's a lot of other optimizing parts of that, but you want to give uh, five mistakes to avoid killing your business without. Uh, Spending money on ads, but you want to make it a, a, an away from a danger and not towards a pleasure or towards All a right. reward.
0: So how do you balance the, like if I uh, had a hundred people in the room and I asked them, you know, because uh, there's two kinds of people, people that go towards pleasure and people that avoid pain. Yeah, And so the people that avoid pain, you're going to be talking to them absolutely 100%. It's like, oh my God, you're speaking my language. But what do you do the people that are actually drawn to? So for example, in a sales team, there'd be a group of people that, you know, hey, if you achieve this level of uh, sales, you're going to go to Hawaii and get the President's Club Award. And some people are like, oh my God, I'm going to go do that. And they'll be super enthused and go out and make it happen. Other people mm-hmm. are like, eh. I'm going to do my best. But you know, if I don't get it, not a big deal. But other people would be super enthused with, if you don't reach this number, I'm going to fire you at the end of the month. That'll uh-huh. light a fire. And they'll go And For the people that are towards people, that threat will not be as effective because they're towards people and not away from people. So how do you balance that in your marketing when you've got the... Generally, people do more to avoid pain than to get pleasure, but some people are hotwired for pleasure and attaining. How do you talk to them? Or do you think the negative message will still work
1: with them? That's a, that's a great question. That's a great question. And the scenario that you mentioned is a it's – a, it's in different stages of your communication. So mm-hmm. you, you have different stages of communication. And the examples that I was giving was for cold audiences,
0: Get their attention snap them out of their uh stuporing oh uh, holy shit, I need to pay
1: attention to that yes, and that's and that's when you can take a broad approach to get the best results so on a broad approach, if you want to reach the greatest amount and have the the best results, you want to start from moving someone from the negative into the pop to the uh to a positive now for for your example, in a room. These are not. These should not be uh, a cold audience. This should be a warm audience. If they're in the room, then that gives you some more information uh, where you can you can understand they're in that room for a reason. So, and and that that at that time, then you're not really into more more of a lead generation, but you're really in more into selling, where you're you're speaking. To those people in that room, if you're in that situation, if you're in a, if you're in a situation where if they're in a room, then you've got a little bit more information about them to craft the right message. You should have, you should. And if, if, if you don't have enough information, then the odds are that you would reach more people with the, the, uh, the away from messaging. Now, unless you had, yeah, unless you had information that supported that your audience is more uh, reward-based.
0: Yeah. So you won't know. They're total strangers, so you won't know who they are on a cold outreach. So a negative message. Goes further than a positive one at that stage, but then as we get to know them, we can actually go more, be more subtle in what we do and more strategic in what we do. But the initial opening bell is get the reptile brain to trigger and go, holy crap, this could be dangerous for me. I need to pay attention. So let's take, yes, let's drill yes. down to a business. Let's take my business. I do okay. coaching for realtors, and so okay. I'll ask you a question: How many realtors in the U.S. do you think? This is a large number. Have a guess
1: okay uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess a number. okay, six hundred and sixty five thousand.
0: You're uh, doubling what it is, but still a massive number. about three hundred and some thousand realtors in the US and most of them don't okay. know me. So let's say we were doing the initial ad to get people to come into our landing page to give us start the relationship, uh, give us okay. their email address and maybe their phone number uh, mm-hmm. to get whatever. So a, how would we find them and what would be the message you recommend that we send them that would get them to go,
1: I need to pay attention to this? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. You want you want actual tactics. <laughs> of course we want. Hallelujah. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> definitely. It makes sense, definitely.
0: It, you know, here's why I do it for two reasons. Yeah. Number one. It gives me clarity on my business, which, you know, hey, hallelujah, praise Lord. But number two, rather than being general, you know, hey, we're doing this and we're talking about all industries, this kind of hones you down and people can go, okay, if he's doing that for realtors, I am going after insurance agents. This is what I need. So it kind of focuses us in a very tactical way as opposed to a nebulous way. Let's generate it together. So what would you suggest would be the message and what we should offer them?
1: Okay. Well- of course this is just a uh, a quick uh, demonstration or a quick uh, you know a just dis- off- spitballing here yeah just spitballing um of social social media is typically a, a a good media to to search for leads because on on Facebook you can target on interest based and you can also uh, target based on profession and there, there should be a distinction made between interest and profession. Uh, and interest in real estate is different than in a, being in the profession of real estate.
0: So, so we want profession. So we're going to select profession because we want realtors. So yes. we go on Facebook and we say, you won't want realtors. And we pick the geographic areas, let's say being the US because we're greedy. And we want the yes. whole shebang.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's say mm-hmm. we've
0: done that. Anything else we need to do on the targeting? And then we'll talk about the ad we need to run.
1: Right. Right. Um yeah, you want to find any uh any indication that might indicate that they are in the real estate industry. So you might even want to look for uh big names such as uh I don't know, uh in 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 the Houston local market, there's a few people that have uh that follow these shows like uh fix or flip or, uh, fix it, fix it and flip it. Or I think chip and Joanna Gaines, uh, our house. So there's, you can put some broad targeting, um, on interest for real estate, um, whether it's a, okay, so this real estate agent is, are they commercial? Are they residential? Are they, uh, what is it? Multi-family housing, So those are all really broad, broad, broad uh, categories. If you want to make your ads more effective and your messaging more effective, you want to really niche down into a specific realtor, whether it's a a realtor that is new, um, then you want to, you really need to find out what are their. What are their struggles? What are their problems? What what is it? And I think with realtors, they they want more appointments. They want more appointments uh, and they they uh, they may be spending money on other channels for advertising that just aren't working for them at this time. So you want to dig deep Hold on there for a minute. So let's say their
0: challenge is they're not doing prospecting calls. They know they need to prospect every morning to get leads because they get leads coming in from social media and they pay for leads. But if they don't call them, it's useless to them. So some people avoid the phone. So let's say that's the problem we want to talk to them about is if you don't make enough prospecting calls, you'll starve and you'll be tossed out on the street. Maybe not that, but
1: let's say that's the issue we're going to solve. Awesome. 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 So then- what we can do is we can we can plug this into one of uh a formula an old old school uh marketing formula pas problem agitate solution this is just one of the messaging formulas that are available for you so you want to you want to state the problem Are you so you know tired? what the problem is are so you <laughs> are you tired of uh, trying? Of you just not not wanting to make these cold calling, you know, these calls to prospects that you uh, are just not being interested. How does that? How much time are you wasting every day with these calls? Well, what I've, um, I've, my right. name is Umar. My name is Umar, and I'm a professional real estate coach. With my program, I have figured out a solution so that you can retain your leads without having to call these customers cold. So that's just a, uh, a really quick problem agitate solution. So, uh, let me have a go at it.
0: Okay, go ahead, Umar. Are you a real estate agent that knows you could be doing better if only you picked up the phone and you talked to your prospects and you're not doing it? And when you don't do that for a while... You don't sell. When you don't sell, you don't bring home the money. When you don't bring home the money, A, your team leader isn't happy. B, you're not happy. And worst of all, your spouse is incredibly not happy. If you don't (coughs) fix this, you'll be out of the industry doing something else. Real estate gives you the freedom you need. If only you can pick up the phone. My name is Umar. I help realtors overcome the anxiety so they want to pick up the phone. And when we do that, you get an extra 20 transactions a year. (coughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes. Have you you've practiced
0: that before, haven't you? <laughs> well, we work with those clients, so we kind of know what their pain point is and know what we can do for them. And I'm just using your formula: identify the pain, agitate it, and then what was the last thing? Solution. Solution. Solution.
1: And yes. Uh, problem. Agitate. Solution. That is a that is a simple formula that you can follow. But there are other uh, other formulas that might work as well with AIDA formula, which is attention, interest, desire, and action. Um, and nice. those are your, those are your basic flows. Um, of course, in, in in uh selling, we know we have to hit them emotionally. Um, in order for them to really calm, it's emotion is what really makes people Take have attention. A lot of facts and a lot of numbers. They're good for most people, but it's it's proven that it's emotion that that's what uh, makes people purchase. And uh, brilliant. So you, we know, do this
0: ad. We do an ad around not calling or. So what should the headline of the ad be? You know what our
1: message is. What should the headline be? Do you think? The headline. The headline. Oh my goodness! This is where this is the fun part. <laughs> the headline is the fun part. Uh, you want to make a uh, you want to make a, a statement, and it really depends on what you what you're offering at the time. You know, okay, are you offering a, a lead magnet that is a uh, a PDF that they can download? Are you offering a so training let's say it
0: process? is a, a training? It's a free training on how to
1: be fearless on the phone how to be f- uh, fearless on the phone okay you okay so we're going to go with a simple we're going to go with a simple format a simple headline with a simple opt-in page uh it cuz there's a lot of fun and creative things that you could do um let's say for instance just start off that page with a headline such as i was uh i was a I was a I was a I was a coward and no 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 how this how this 30-minute training turned a coward on the phone into a sales superstar with just a sales superstar superstar with just two after two 30-minute sessions. Hi, my name is Umar. And you may, you may want to make a page where you're going to tell a the formula. You're going to have a headline. You're going to tell an, a story, and then you're going to place the offer at the bottom. That's where you can really have fun um, and experiment and letting that person, really, you're starting the relationship there. You're starting them to be attracted towards you. And that story is the opportunity for you to say, hey, my name is Umar. And I was once that coward. I was once in your shoes and I dreaded making phone calls because this one incident that I encountered that I I had a list and you just tell a good story that the person can put themselves in and see themselves in. Now, because I have experience this. I don't want you to experience the same things that I did. And that's why I have this training that you can opt into that will totally transform the way you feel and the way you think about picking up that phone and making a call. Join me now. I have two spots left. (laughs) <laughs> nice. And that gets people
0: to start putting their email address in and getting uh, what you're sending them. So we send them the training, and then how do we continue the relationship? Where do we go from there?
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, we've we've gone on a. We I have not spoken in detail about. Okay, this is an actual website. This is a landing page. That's what it's known in the industry as a landing page. A landing page is a special you could call it a special website that's set up specifically for gathering a person's contact information Um, and you can gather their contact information and from here you can uh, collect their email information which is i say contact information because you can collect name address telephone numbers and uh social media accounts, you can uh, phone numbers, uh, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp. So there's a lot of different collection methods that you can use to communicate with your potential customers. And that's what it's really about. It's about communication and how what works best for your industry. What are your ideal customers? What platform are they on? How are they communicating every day? There's so many different avenues out there to communicate with people. You, can't, you can be everywhere, but as a, as a solopreneur, it's almost impossible to do it without a team. Uh, but you have to understand what's the platform that's going to, uh, where your customer going to be. So you want to collect their information on that landing page and have a system to follow up with them. So my, my, one of my preferred methods to follow up and keep in touch with uh, someone is going to be email, email marketing. Um, so on those pages, I would collect emails. Emails are one of the least expensive methods of uh, communicating. And it has upwards of a 400% uh, rate of return, uh, meaning that for every $1 spent, you can expect to receive up to three hundred dollars back in return, and there are other methods of follow up text messages I know i've i'm I'm in some text messages where I receive messages periodically those text message uh, fees can apply that can get a little expensive, but if that's where your ideal customers are, that may be a good place and because text messages also have a, a much higher open rate and a, and a higher response rate because if you take a look at my email I've got 20,000 unopened emails in my inbox right. but everyone reads their text message they may not respond yeah they may not respond but it it almost always gets opened um, there are uh Facebook Messenger or or WhatsApp also. So just lots of different methods to communicate. Find the way that fits best with your uh,
0: ideal customers. So one of the things that we need to do is we need to find our ideal customers. And the best place to find them is in your client base. You've got customers right now that are your ideal customers. And you have some ideas of who they are. So one of the things to do is to get one of your team members, somebody other than you, to interview them to really figure out how do they find you, what they truly value and what you do. And what you want is their articulation of what you do, because that's the articulation that will uh, resonate with people like them, not the way you think what you do. So I think Mm -hmm. finding that and getting an app, an avatar uh, built, not who you think your people are, but interview people that you already like as your ideal clients and go, Oh my God, these are the people that I want. You can also ask the people that you're already doing business with. Where do you hang out? Is it Instagram? Is it Facebook? What magazines do you read? What do you do? And I think it does two things. Number one, it allows you to a honor your customers because somebody's talking to them saying, Oh, we're really concerned about what you're thinking. And how do we add value to you? It does two things. Number one, they articulate how you add value. But number two, they realize, oh my God, this is what Mark does for me. Like mm-hmm. uh, it was in the back of my mind. I was in the front of my mind. And then also I would record these interviews. so You can actually get their exact words. And then just mm-hmm. before you end the interview, I would ask this question.
1: Mm-hmm. If you were
0: telling a colleague, you know, why they should work with Umar, what would you say? And when they articulate that, that is a kick-ass amazing testimonial. Because yes. do a testimonial for me is like, Okay, Umar is X, Y, Z, da, da, da. If you were recommending him to a dear friend, then all of a sudden it's going to be warmer. It's like, oh, Umar, he's da, 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 da. And you'll get a more richer, more compelling testimonial. So talk to your existing customers to figure
1: out who your target audience is. And not only do you get a killer testimonial, but you get the words to say to them that they will respond to. So people like them.
0: Absolutely. You get the words to say to people like them that would respond immediately where they go, oh my God, I got to be talking to Umar or Mark or John or whoever. So all of this sounds good, Mark, but there's a problem in this cockamamie scheme that you've come up with. Only kidding. Here's the problem (laughs) is that sometimes you will go to do an ad that looks genius, but Mm -hmm. it's just not getting the conversions that you want. So you need to tweak that to figure out, to get your best ad, to get the best response. And then the page you're sending them to the first time you create it is not going to be perfect. And you need to start tweaking that. Can you talk about the science behind getting the right ads and then also optimizing your landing page? How do you do that?
1: Uh, That's a great question. That's a, that's a great question. Um, it, you know, you say that, okay, that you've got a bad ad, (laughs) A bad ad, but well, see an ad that's doing okay, but not great. But uh,
0: do you throw it away or do you tweak it? Like, how do you how do you make it better? How do you realize you have a bad ad?
1: Well, I think that when you when you look at whether it's a bad, I I wouldn't say it's a bad ad. I would I would say that maybe uh you're not showing it if you have if you have covered. Your basis, if you have done your research, if you know your pain points and you follow the the process which is paint problem agitate solution and you have created this ad that hits all of those points, then you want to make sure that you're putting it in front of the right people now a, a mistake that A lot of people make is you get, let's say, 50, 30 people or 30 visitors to the page and no one clicks. No one does anything. And you want to make a change right away. All right. So hold that
0: thought. By page, mm -hmm. you mean the landing page or you're talking about the clicking on the ad itself?
1: Clicking on the ad
0: itself. Okay, so people are coming to the ad and they're not clicking on the ad or not many people are. Then, you know, there's a problem.
1: Well yes, yes. Well, you'll know that there's some improvements to be made. There are improvements to be made. And it's the market and the message match. The once you if if you have the uh the message on your video, on your ad that is you've crafted it together beautifully, and it's and it and you're telling The the Facebook or the social media platform, that's what I'm speaking about now is the Facebook ads, not any other advertising platform, uh, but Facebook ads. And you're telling Facebook, okay, put it in front of these people, um, and then it's giving you these impressions, and it's giving you these clicks, and people are clicking through it. I would first see if people are clicking through that Facebook is putting it in front of. How many, how many people are clicking through if it's, if a lot of people are not clicking through from that, uh, from that ad to the page, then there's a problem with the targeting. And it, you may want to adjust the targeting, try some different variations. And this is uh, mainly the reason why when you run a Facebook ads, you should run with several audiences. You run one campaign, and some people suggest four or five different audiences. And once you run it with these audiences, you'll see which audience performs the best. You, You decide which ones perform the best, and you take out the ones that aren't working. And it's going to be a steady optimization process until you have enough data from Facebook And then Facebook starts to send you... The traffic. Yeah. Facebook sends you... It's just pinpoint of all the data it has. It's going to send you those really great customers that are going to take the action that you want them to. But until you get that data, you're going to have to optimize it with your best audiences that you can do on the interest-based side. Okay. So then you've got uh, uh, an ad that's converting. Okay. Then we're going to go to the landing page. And then we look at our statistics on the landing page. And we should always have tracking on that landing page also. And it's, we don't guess, <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't make guesses. We look at at the numbers and and we look and what the numbers are telling us and that's how we're going that's what's going to drive our decisions we're also going to run split tests on that page as well so we're going to test one component at a time we may test a headline we may test a color of a button we may test a uh certain calls to actions uh different phrasing and call to actions, but we should always be running tests. And of those two tests, because I can tell you that one simple, one sentence word that I've changed on one of my landing pages caused a 30% change in the opt-in rate with one Brilliant. sentence. One sentence. Brilliant.
0: So, we've taken them through the
1: entire
0: journey, which is uh, starting from, uh, hey, identify your audience, find the right target, find the right message, do the ad, do the landing page. And once they enter into your system, then you got continual emails to nurture them from total strangers to customers. So, Mark, where can people get a hold of you? If they need help doing this, where can they find you?
1: Oh, you can find me on my social channels. Um, um um you can find me on Facebook. Uh, my name is Mark Douglas. I, I believe my official page is markdouglas.54. So I'm the 54th Mark Douglas. <laughs> but 154 um, Mark Douglas. I like that. <laughs> right. But I'm also on uh my digital marketing agency. Just look it up on Facebook, The Mental Marketer, and I have and I run a private Facebook group called Funnel Building 101. And in Funnel Building 101 is where uh, I've got thousands of entrepreneurs in there. And every day we're learning uh, lead generation skills. We're learning how to market and sell our products online. It's a great environment. And uh, uh, I I, I just love marketing across the board. When you talk about how are we going to communicate with them? I've got I, I communicate probably with uh oh over close to 10,000 uh people in my community now close to 10,000 nice. in a uh a weekly newsletter. So I'm a I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid not just a reader but an implementer, a tester and uh several case studies of my students who are using some of the techniques and some of the uh, tips that I am giving them and they're seeing real results. Um, Had a student just the other day reach out to me about, um, hey, I used that uh, tip that you gave me when I'm presenting my offer and I got three uh, clients. So, um, and then I have another client, just uh, another student just the other day who was in my class. Oh my gosh. I had a, uh, a class that I gave probably a month ago. And I just got a message from them saying that ever since they've been taking my class, they've seen a 50% increase in their leads and phone calls. So we just need, yeah, we just need to work on them getting the practice in those phone calls to, to really overcome the objections. And uh, you can reach me inside the group. I'm there giving support to everyone. Um, every day It's where you find me. And you can also sign up for my uh, weekly newsletter there as well. And that that's called Funnel Building 101. Just go into Facebook in the search bar and you'll find it
0: brilliant. What we're going to do is put all the links in the show
1: notes. Mark, thanks so much for being on the show. I really had a good time and learned a lot. Oh, it's a pleasure speaking with you, Umar. Thank you so much for having me.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming and that is the fastest way to get better results.